You are listening to the Fluorescence Podcast. This podcast is here to challenge you to think differently about how you currently live your life. And I hope some of these conversations encourage and inspire you to step into your true aligned purpose. We'll chat about all things business, lifestyle, and a bit of sustainability. We are so excited to have you along for the ride. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fluorescence Podcast. Today I have another very special guest and close friend. Her name is Janelle Hosking and she is the CEO and founder of Girls Get HQ, which aims to help women take ownership of their self-confidence and stop caring about what others think. Janelle has recently left her role in the Young Enterprise Scheme to fully commit to a new adventure so she can share all her learnings from investing over $20,000 in personal development and coaching over the last eight years. Welcome, Janelle. Hello, this is so exciting. How are you? I'm great. And yourself? I'm very good, thank you. I'm so amped for this episode. Bring it on. Awesome. The first question I would like to ask you, which I ask every guest, is what is one win you have had in the past week? And it can be anything big or small. Okay, this might sound really intense for the first question, but a win that I've had this week is... I uncovered um, a limiting belief about myself that I think has been ingrained in the membrane since I was like five. So that was huge. And um, I mean, it's been a great week, don't get me wrong, but that was like, do you feel comfortable sharing what the belief is or how you, or just even how you overcame that? Because, yeah, I mean, the, the belief is that I feel like I have something to prove. Okay. And um, it shows up in a magnitude of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always trying to, I guess, proving that I'm good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and you subconsciously know that you're good enough and you can tell yourself the affirmations and and do all the, the things. But when you notice, like, wow, this is actually a little bit deeper than that, that just made my week be like, yeah you know mind blown kind of thing yeah and so what have you done in the past week that helped you release that limiting belief I think it's going to be an ongoing thing to release it yeah um but you did you realize today that that is something that still influences a lot of the things you do like every day or it's one of those subconscious things on a conscious level Mm -hmm. I I could catch it and be like no Janelle don't be silly yeah you know you you're good enough you've got nothing to prove blah 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 but I think if you, you know, not a lot of people reflect and track their patterns, mm-hmm. but I've been doing a little bit of pattern work yeah. and that's when I was like, whoa, you obviously still feel like you have something to prove. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest thing is just being kind to yourself through it and mm-hmm. not letting that be another excuse to hate on yourself. Cool. Yeah. I thought it's a really good realization. Thanks. And I'm like surprised because you have done like personal development for so many years that you're still uncovering stuff. Absolutely. And yeah. I think that's that's the coolest part because my theory on life is you're always learning and you're always growing and you're always yeah, evolving. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And so you should, you know. Yeah. Cool. That's a good one. Thanks. Awesome. Okay, the first topic I want to talk about is just really how we met and how we've stayed connected so uh, we met probably just over three years ago right yeah it was the end of 2017 yeah I think it was I can't remember exactly when yeah it was in that year Mm -hmm. and 
we met because of the Manawatu Young Chamber, yes. which Mariah and I were doing with the Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. And I can't even remember how we... Can you, I did, reached out to you guys. Did because you? Because, yeah, someone had told me something like, oh, there's these two young girls, they're doing this awesome thing, you should contact them. And I'm all about making yeah. friends. So I was like, yeah, cool, sweet, do it. Yeah. And I think you guys might have been a bit surprised. Like, who is this girl? Yeah. Well, no, class? Mariah was like, who is this girl? And then I saw the name and I was like, I'm pretty sure she's on the radio. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, we met up. And then I feel like we haven't really stayed connected because of Young Chamber. It's mm. been all the other things. that All, yeah. all the other things. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so you used to work at the factory, and have you had a few different roles um, there, or was it mainly Young Enterprise Scheme? Yeah, the cool thing about my role at the factory is I I get bored really easy, Mm -hmm. and so I like to do different things and um, always be adapting and, again, learning and growing and stuff. So the factory worked really well for me because I was able to take a lot of different skills and I guess my job title was always still the same, but every Mm -hmm. day I was doing different stuff. And the majority of it is all around helping people and helping people to create businesses that solve problems. Yeah. I really only know you there for your work that you did with the Young Enterprise Scheme and Hackathon. Am I saying that right? Yes. Can you just explain to the listeners a little bit about each of those projects? Yeah, sure thing. So I used to work for MediaWorks, the radio station, and I was a full-time breakfast announcer um, on More FM there, and part of my role there was to get involved in the local community. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I kind of stumbled into Young Enterprise Scheme. And um, one of my passions is young people and supporting them and also business. And so that was two, you know, two things right there. Young people learning how to start and run their own businesses. Um, And I just got so obsessed and I loved it. And I ended up um, somehow managing to uh, make that my new full-time role. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then so that's what I did at the factory for the most part. So half my role was the enterprise scheme, which involves a lot of um, mentoring and supporting, you know, 15 to 17 or Mm -hmm. 18-year-olds and also managing um, relationships with the teachers as well, just business skills really. And a lot of it's just inspiration and motivating young people to believe that they can you know you have this cool idea you want to change the world awesome let's go do it yeah you know um and then the ag tech hackathon was a similar kind of thing where we were trying to solve problems in the primary industries Mm -hmm. and you would just come up with cool um inventions or cool um potential you know solutions to those yeah um, so my job was actually a lot of events yeah. organizing, but it was all to do with business and supporting people solving problems. Yeah, it sounds like both of them were like around business development. Yes. Young Enterprise for Young People and then Hackathon for the primary industry. Is that right? Yes. Cool. Awesome. That sounds like that kept you really busy. Mm-hmm. But uh, amongst that, you're still able to do a few personal development courses. Yes. The ones that I know of that we've done either together or mm-hmm. we've just both done it is the Tewananga Money Management course and the Social Experiment. Yes. And so I can resonate um, on both of those experiences with you. But can you just explain a little bit uh, more about your personal development journey over the past I don't know, maybe explain it from when you first started to consciously invest time, money and energy into your personal growth and mm-hmm. what that's kind of yeah looked like over the last few years or so. 
Yeah, sure thing. That started when I was 18, when I moved into my first flat. Okay. And um, I moved in with this girl who was, I think she was four years older than me. And she just seemed so wise. And yeah. she was all about um, personal development and learning and growing and being the best version of you. And I was just so taken um, back by her. And I just thought, wow, this person's amazing. And I want to be just like that. And so that's when I first started, um, you know, reading books and listening to podcasts and just trying to become more aware of myself and the reasons why I did the things I do. Um, and so I've always since then really chased my curiosity and my development. And so I was quite lucky that when I worked in radio, I was usually free by midday most days. Um, which left a lot of me time, I yeah. guess, while That's everybody, cool, yeah, while yeah. everybody's out Having working. Half the day, yeah. yeah. Um, so you know while my friends were doing nine to five or university lectures and stuff because we were still quite young um I had most of the day and I was like well I don't want to just waste it and do nothing um and so I just did more of that chasing my curiosity which led me to study to become a health coach Mm -hmm. so that was a one-year course that I did in 2016 and that was where I really started to feel called to empowering other people to follow this journey um that I had done and you know bettering yourself and um, I guess being more intentional about the way you live your life mm-hmm. um, and so when doing that course and obviously still then having the the work hours that I had I started getting clients and my thing is I always I didn't want to stop growing and so I just kept um, investing in more coaching so that you know when I had one-on-one clients I would have the not the most up-to-date but I would have good like tools and resources mm-hmm. to, to share with them um, but I think there's also that little bit of um, uh, procrastination that comes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I need to learn more or I don't know enough um, that you can use as a way to, um, I guess, you know, perfectionism, procrastination. Like, I don't know everything yet, so I can't I can't teach. But that's so not true. Yeah. Um, and so a little bit of that definitely slid in there. But, um, yeah, when you tally it all up and when you said earlier about the $20,000, it seems mm-hmm. so crazy. But that's, you know, that's been over the last five six years um and it's just been chasing that curiosity of what interests me and what do I want to learn and um what's going to better me yeah. in my life that I can then transfer onto other people too yeah mm. cool I'm not sure if I knew that you did a health coach program really? yeah hmm, interesting what what is what does a health coach entail like I don't even know oh, what that it's, is it's, it's so interesting because I've never felt uh, it doesn't interest me telling people what to eat Yeah. You know, and I think lots of, you know, what works for you doesn't work for me. And it's quite a tedious process of um, figuring out the best meal plan for you. And I mean, um, what I eat today and what looks after my body today, Mm -hmm. next month, I might absolutely hate that and Mm -hmm. not want to go anywhere near it. So the health coach side of things, it's interesting to learn the different theories behind, um, you know, diets and lifestyles like paleo and um, my goodness, there's so many. They teach you so many. It's it's. So was it like nutrition? Um, yeah. So you learn over a hundred different dietary theories. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then and as well as that, it's about being a you're a holistic health coach. So mm-hmm. food's just one element of it, right? And the other parts like your lifestyle, your self care, your career. Um, your internal, you know, the the stuff you subconsciously think about yourself or the others around you, mm-hmm. and that's the stuff that I loved. Yeah. 
And so that's why I don't go by a health coach, mm-hmm. you know, because um, my friends would be like, you know, you love two minute noodles. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I do. And they were like, you love wine. You're not a health coach. Yeah. And so I never resonated with that as a title. It, yeah. As, yeah. Yeah. Name or, yeah. Exactly. And so I more, um, I guess I picked out the elements of it that I loved, which was that confidence and that Mm -hmm. self-empowerment. And so that's why I go by that as a title instead of health coach. Yeah. When I think health coach, I don't actually think about food. Right. The first thing I I thought about was kind of an overview of health. So like Mm -hmm. physical, mental, Mm -hmm. spiritual. But maybe that's because I have like delved a little bit more into that, and yes. I'm so I think that way. Yes. Um, but I can see how a lot of people would think about it just probably from a physical or nutritional perspective. And I mean, you you came to a couple of my workshops that I was sure. doing last year, yeah. and I try to base them around that that holistic side of things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, you can eat salads or healthy every single meal, but if you subconsciously hate yourself or don't think that you're worthy yeah. it's not going to help you it's really good and point. you're not going to be healthy yeah so but people don't think like that it's all mindset eh? yeah absolutely yeah. Hmm. that's crazy I just want to come back to the point that a really good point you made around perfectionism mm. procrastination mm-hmm. so I feel like a lot of people on their personal development journey experience this where they like do all the courses and they're like, I need to do this and this and this and this and this and then I can take action on this or then I can do this or then I can call call myself this. Yeah. How did you overcome that? Because I feel like that is quite a huge like wall or barrier that you could get lost in the PD, PD, PD mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. just never do what you actually want to do. I think you just said it there. If you don't know what you want to do, mm. you know, and so lots of people are learning because they don't know what they want to do with that. Yeah, okay. Or they might know, but they don't actually care about it. Like there's no real internal alignment there for them. And Mm -hmm. so they can easily keep procrastinating on, oh, I need to learn enough so that I can blah, blah, blah because they're not actually connected to that thing that they think they want. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think I've actually heard something about this recently. Mm-hmm. Like don't just do like a course or something for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Like it really does need to align mm-hmm. to either, yeah, your life path or your higher purpose or yes. whatever. And you won't truly, I don't know, invest properly in a certain course or something mm-hmm. until you figure out that first absolutely and that's what I love helping people to figure out Mm -hmm. and I think the that more procrastination actually comes in with that because Mm -hmm. we're kind of conditioned when we're at school that we have to know what we want to do now because we're going to go to university and and once we've done our degree that's our life Mm -hmm. but that's not true it's ridiculous yeah and so no wonder so many people are scared to make decisions because they feel like it has to be for their whole life yeah And so one thing I'm always trying to do and I'm trying to always encourage other people to do is make a decision on, it doesn't have to be something big and it doesn't have to be something you want to do for your whole life. It's like make a decision on what you want to do for the next year. And if you don't enjoy that or if that, if something else comes along that you think you will enjoy more, Mm -hmm. then do that. That's okay. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it just frustrates me Mm -hmm. that people have this belief that they have to do something for life or else they're yeah. a failure. And it's like, well, no, because you've, you've learnt along, you know, you've learnt along the road. It's not a failure. Yeah, I feel like for the next wee while, that's still going to be a thing that's ingrained into high school students, mm-hmm. unfortunately, which mm. is really sad. Mm. But I think with social media and, like, the space around coaching and mentoring becoming yes. more popular mm. that I feel will hopefully young people will find mentors 
that have kind of been where they are yeah. and then can help them through it mm-hmm. because, yeah, we, for me anyway, I'm super indecisive and so I freak out when I need to make a decision because <laughs> it's like permanent, like set in stone in the concrete. But it's like, not. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. I know, but it feels like it is. It's okay, okay. <laughs> I think that's the thing though, is the, f- the first step is being aware of it. You know, it's being aware of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you feel like you're procrastinating something um, because it's not perfect or because, oh my gosh, I can't make this, this decision because it, it, it's going to be my whole life. Mm. But as soon as you're aware of that and like, you know, you can notice what you're doing. Um, actually, Felicia, this isn't my whole life. This is what I want to have for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Chill out. You know, or this is what I want to do um, for New Year's this year. Oh, my goodness, the amount of people that can't make a decision on New Year's and then it gets to New Year's and they're and just they sat there oh, doing nothing. Do I know. Oh, my gosh. That's like the story of my life. The that thing is, you, in another 365 days, you can you do can decide <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a person that just chooses something and runs with it. Right. Like anything will be fun, right? Yeah. Just an experience. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I can't that do... leave it until the last minute. Why can't you do that for other things? Because I don't know. I put those into like separate things in my life. I guess that is the opportunity cost or what I could lose from not doing something in, yeah. uh, for New Year's or yeah. whatever yeah. isn't such a big deal as if I choose this job or that career or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's obviously a mindset thing. I know yeah. that it's what what I'm blowing up in my mind. No, but that's 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 so cool though. Like you can see now. Um, yeah. you can't see Felicia's eyes, obviously, <laughs> but her eyes are just looking up. Like, oh, actually, um, that's I might dive into that later. Yeah. So now you're aware of it. Yeah, I'm like, ah, this is a counseling session. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I want to dive a bit deeper into your recent move to Tauranga, mm-hmm. why you moved and what your plans are for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring this up because you've been in Palmy for how long now? Five years. Five years, mm-hmm. which is a freaking long time. And Tauranga is your hometown. Mm-hmm. And you had these amazing, glorious plans to move overseas. Yes. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. So maybe first, actually, I would like you to talk a little bit about how you made that decision to go overseas Mm -hmm. and unfortunately COVID has stopped that and it's just something that's out of your control. Absolutely. How did you overcome that Mm -hmm. and why are you going back home? Okay. So I decided that I wanted to go overseas because it's been something that I've wanted to do my whole life. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I grew up with my mum and my stepdad in Tauranga and my birth dad was in Australia. And so when I was, you know, between the ages of eight and 13, I was flying to Australia once or twice a year. Really? And so, yeah, and I was by myself and I got to experience these two different worlds and two different families. And we would, because it was technically a holiday, mm-hmm. they would always, um, you know, show me around and would go to um, like, a, I'd see the Sydney Harbour Bridge. And then there was another time where my family over there had moved to um, another city within Australia so I was always I was exposed quite young to different um experiences mm-hmm. you know and and cool memories from Jealous. different very <laughs> so very cool. very lucky yeah. um so so lucky um and that's not something that I became aware of until quite recently actually you know mm-hmm. when I was digging like why do I have this need to explore and to, yeah. to be in different places and um to live out of the suitcase especially when I do it mm-hmm. I'm like man this sucks the suitcase yeah. is heavy yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the reason why I finally decided, um, at the end of 20, 
I, what are we now? 2020. Oh my goodness. The middle of 2019, I went to Brisbane. I went there with my boyfriend at the time and we had been together for two years and I had told him the whole time we were together, I really want to go overseas. Mm -hmm. And he had always said, um, I don't know, I don't think it was an intentional thing, but he'd always kind of bought into it and said like, yeah, we can go one day. Okay. But then it got more and more real for me and I realized that actually he didn't want to go and he was just saying that to try and like make me happy. Mm. Um, and I just got so fed up because I looked back at my previous patterns, um, and I'd wanted to travel since I was 18 and every single time I chose not to because of either my job, Mm. um, and the career prospect or because of a relationship. Mm. And that sucked Mm. because I made those decisions, um, and no regrets or whatsoever. But I think I thought on the flip side, would they have done that for me? Yeah. Um, and the answer honestly is probably no, you know, so, um, that's what made me dig my foot into the ground to be like, I'm so sick of this. I'm going, I'm moving on. Um, and (laughs) which like just to acknowledge that takes like heaps to get to even that point to make the decision. Um, so that is awesome. Thank you. you you And you're like, yes, I'm gonna go. (laughs) Well, it's not, it's not easy, right? Because, you know, Palmy is so comfortable it is. and <laughs> I had such a great job and I got paid well yeah. and I was in a position where I could buy a house and like all these things you know the the dream life mm-hmm. was mine she's doing air quotation yeah <laughs> the rabbit ears <laughs> but I just didn't want it yeah. you know and I think that's what I was talking to you about before when you say you know oh um I have to keep learning because I want to do this but if you don't really want that then you'll never get there yeah and so that job and that money and that house, it didn't mean anything to me because I didn't really care about it. Yeah. You know, it was just like a box tick. Yeah. And um, so that's what made me decide to stuff it. I'm going to Australia. Uh, and I made a deal with my boss that I was going to do a couple more events here in Palmy. Um, and so my last day was meant to be the 30th of April, 2020. Mm-hmm. And obviously that last month is when we ended up going into lockdown. Yeah. And he was so great. And he said to me, he's like, Janelle, we, we love having you here and you can stay for as long as you want. Um, I understand that you do want to leave and I know that you will still leave, but you can stay here. And we're just so, so lucky because there are so many people who don't have jobs right now. Yeah. Um, And so what I did to be okay with that is I acknowledged that it's out of my control. Mm -hmm. um, And I made the most of every day that I could doing what I could. You Mm -hmm. know, I um, spent that lockdown reflecting and figuring out like okay well how can I make the most of this how can I enjoy this and to be honest though and so I I got to that place but then it was maybe six weeks after that I realized I was tricking myself yeah and by this point we'd come back down to level one yeah and so I was back in my office and life went back to again Emmett Mark's normal yeah and I was just again like crap. This isn't it. Yeah. This I, I I'm 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 faking it. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Um. And I learned this. Um. I guess this analogy once, and it was that when you stay somewhere where you know you're not meant to be, you're hurting somebody else from living their dream because. My job, which was such a great job, yeah, I didn't want it 
but I was still there nine to five. I was still taking the pay packet, whatever. But there's somebody else, whether they already live in Palmy or whether they live somewhere else in New Zealand or around the world, there's somebody else that wants to be where I am. Yeah. But they can't because I'm there. That's so good. And that. Push, get out. Exactly. <laughs> get out and, and because I'm all about trying to help others and trying to, you know, do better for others, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, I need to leave. You know, and that that analogy actually is what made me have the balls to leave this amazing radio career mm. because I was like, I, I'm hurting somebody That's else's so dream. And then I was reminded of it a couple of months ago. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. Like mm. I'm not. I feel like that's like that quote is all you need to like push you off. Like you're standing on the ledge, the next person lines coming and pushes you. Yeah, yeah. holy and, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and and so that there was my connect. My connect um, is when somebody else is involved. You know, yeah. when I realize that actually I'm hurting somebody. Yeah. You know, or like when I'm staying in a relationship that I know isn't meant for me, but I'm 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 staying in it anyway because it's comfortable and because it's easy mm. and you know like we could have cute kids one day mm. but actually I'm hurting them from being with that person who really wants you know what I mean That's so good yeah it's very bold and brave to like have that realization though because it's being comfortable is mm. so nice like it, it just, is it's home right it, so it to is. be able to push yourself and think about it not from your perspective and not being selfish at all you're really thinking about someone else Mm. or other people's lives and how the decision you're making to stay there how that's affecting me it is not (laughs) it's not easy yeah and it's not for everyone Mm -hmm. and it can be lonely Mm. and it's lonely not in the sense that I feel lonely it's lonely that there's not many other people that will live their life this way Mm -hmm. and so you know, going back to what I said in the beginning about that realization of trying to prove these are the breakthroughs that I have now because I feel as though I haven't met other people who are doing this yet, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's so good. Oh my gosh. I feel like we didn't even like, okay, I think that question was about like moving overseas yeah. and you came yeah. to that, um, which was uh, the most amazing answer and I was not expecting that at all. But to just talk a little bit about, so you have left, Army. Yes. It's been a month or so. I left the fifth of July. Oh wow! It's almost been two months now. That's crazy. That this, yeah. Wow. Okay. So you've almost been in Tauranga for two months mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. You. Oh, I guess you kind of have explained why you why you moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what what you're up to at the moment in Tauranga mm-hmm. and what your plans are for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. So my my dream is to be able to go overseas and to experience the world over there. I think we, um, I think we got that. <laughs> I don't know when that will happen. And so one thing that I won't be able to do while I'm overseas and one thing that I couldn't do while I was in Palmerston North spend time with my family. Okay. And it's really interesting because that's never been important to me. You know, okay. I, I think the second I could leave Tauranga was the second that I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I left there when I was... 18 um but I hadn't lived at home pretty much since I was 16 wow. I'd been in and out of home between 16 and 18 and then how I, old are you now 26 a decade yeah wow. exactly and so in doing this reflection and this figuring out where I want to go and where I want to be I was like wow if I don't plan on being in New Zealand for very long mm-hmm. it is important to me now to spend time with my family yeah 
And so that was another, whoa, holy moly. Um, and the best way to do that was to just move in with mum and dad. Yeah. Um, so I've been living with them, yeah, since July. And, I mean, I'm not embarrassed to admit yeah. it. How's it going? Is it good? It's it's going really good. Yeah. And it's my mum would say, well, we've all grown up now, you know, because I was an evil child. I was very naughty. Really? Um, I've, I've, you know, I hug my mum and I apologise and I'm like, I know I wasn't great to deal with, but I'm kind of making it up for it now that I'm, you know, like 10 years later. 10 years later. Yeah. Um, so having this time to make these memories with my mum and my dad and my little sister um, is really great. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, you know, if COVID hadn't have happened and if I was in Australia right now or if I was even further than Australia right now, I'd don't know when or if I would get that chance to mm. make those memories with them. And it's yeah. not even memories, it's just time. Like mm. my mum comes home at two o'clock from work and I'm home and we make a coffee and we sit there on the couch and we talk about That's her so day. Nice, so. yeah. And and it's it's I think it's different when you're an adult and you don't need anything from your parents. You mm. kind of treat them like an equal and you can appreciate who they are and how they came to be here as people. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's awesome. Yeah. That's one of my like goals for probably the past two years mm-hmm. is to invest time into my family because Palmy's my hometown and Mm -hmm. so I have been here this whole time and I'm still here but I realized for the past five years since Mm -hmm. leaving school and being at uni I spent every waking minute either on uni or my partner at the time and very very little time with my family which makes me very sad because I love them to death yes and I'm also very close with my grandparents mm-hmm. and they're getting older. Mm-hmm. And so like uh, with my job at the moment, I get to do two days from home. So one of the days I just go work for my grandparents. It's That's great. So we have cool. breakfast, lunch and dinner Love together. It. And it's amazing. <laughs> and I just talk to my nana and papa and yeah. it's the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like it really fills my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's just the little things. Eh? It is. And yeah. I mean, being, having that flexibility where, you know, you get two days a week to work from home and mm-hmm. I'm quite lucky now that, the work I'm doing, I'm doing it from wherever. I've got family in Hawke's Bay. I've got family in Wellington. Yeah. You know, I've got family in Auckland. And I'm just going to be sleeping on the couches. Yeah, just doing the rounds. Because if I can't travel the world, I'll yeah. just travel New Zealand. Yeah, you that's know? a great, great idea. Thank Second you. Second best option, yeah. definitely. And, and you then get that added benefit of making memories with your family too. Yeah. Um, and annoying them. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> awesome. I feel like you've made the best of the situation. Yeah, that you can. I think yeah. so. Thank yeah. you. And I feel like it's paying off. Mm. I feel like you, you're going to get a lot from just making your memories and like building the connections mm. with your family. You, the biggest thing is you have to choose yourself. Mm-hmm. which is hard if you don't know yourself one mm-hmm. and if you don't know where you want to go. Um, and that takes time to figure out. But, you know, as long as you put in the effort to do that, yeah. then it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So now I'd like you to dive a little bit deeper into what is keeping you busy day to day at the moment. Oh, absolutely. I love this. So day to day at the moment, um, I am taking a lot of time, well, not a lot of time, but I'm consciously spending time on self-care. I think there's a, you know, we've really discussed it's a really weird place in the world at the moment. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm trying to make sure that I am exercising and doing stuff that makes me feel good. 
I have a part-time job, which gives me enough income to pay um, my bills. Nice. Um, and outside of that, it's awesome because it gives me a lot of creativity to put energy into my business, which, you know, one day is what I would love to have as my only thing. Yeah, full you time. Know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But that does not mean 40 hours. That means whatever yeah. you're called to and what feels right. Absolutely. Yeah. That, means, that means doing a podcast and having Felicia <laughs> on as my guest, you know. Yeah. That, that, that means... Uh, just a whole lot of things yeah so, yeah okay cool all right well let's not tease the listeners anymore <laughs> what what is your business and yeah when did you start it we, mm-hmm. we just want to know all about it when you created the idea and how and what you are hoping its mission and purpose to be yeah absolutely so I created Girls Get HQ uh, a few months ago, and it was a brainchild that came from the last, you know, five, six years of doing this um, professional and personal development work and coaching and different workshops. And I realized that the theme within all of it was to do with women's empowerment and women's confidence. Okay. And thank you. And helping people to feel like they are valid and the things they feel called to do they should do mm-hmm. you know so empowering people to have the confidence to do that and um are you with me on that yes. that's good right yeah. <laughs> um so pretty much it's just a combination of the last however many years of coaching and and teaching that I've done and what I've kind of witnessed people say that they got the most value out of yeah um and from that I created or am creating now girls get confident Mm -hmm. and so that is an online program that is helping take women who have high potential you know you 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 know that you were made for something and you might not know what that is yet but you know when you wake up in the morning you have this burning thing inside of you and you're like what the heck is this yeah. And so you subconsciously, you might be in the frame right now of suppressing it because yeah. you don't know what it is and you don't know how to deal with yeah. that. And not many other people around you are like that. Mm. So, you know, you you might um, go out for drinks with the girls on the weekend and then wake up the next day and be like, why did I do that? Like, yeah. why am I doing this stuff? Yeah. You know, so Girls Get Confident is about helping those women to unleash that power within them yeah. and give them the confidence and the the self-esteem in a way to just say stuff it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the thing that I feel called to do and I'm gonna be unapologetic about it because at the end of the day it's my life yeah. and I've gotta do what's gonna make me happy. Yeah. Hmm. So let, let's see if I understand. Yes. It. So it's for those women who are starting to challenge the way they might be currently doing things and who they're hanging out with and they're starting to feel like something isn't right. It might be like a nudge or something and you were were there as Janelle and Girls Get HQ to really help them unlock what that might be and help bring it to the surface. Absolutely. And teaching those tools and resources that you can lean on when you're having those days where you don't feel you know where you're not backing yourself or where you've told someone this thing that you're really excited about or this new thing you're learning and they shut you down Mm -hmm. 
you know, the, the tools to help you get back yeah. up and to just trust yourself yeah. and go for it. I feel like the key there is, so you would be equipping your members mm-hmm. with the tools and skills so yes. that they can do it themselves. Yes. Like you might hold their hand on the journey for, I don't know, six months to a year, whatever mm-hmm. feels right to them, but then they will have it within themselves yes. to be able to continue to yes. go on, like, for life. Yes, and that's the biggest thing. I don't think you should have a coach for your whole life. Yeah. You know, they should. you should pay someone to help you learn a certain skill or to achieve a result, and once you've got that, then you can move on to your next thing. And yeah. that's my thing. It's like giving you all this power and confidence in yourself, like you're bloody amazing. Let's yeah. make you believe it, and then you can be bloody slingshot, set yeah. free kind of thing, you know? Yeah, wow, mm. that's so exciting. So – you mentioned with so girls get confident is um it's going to be an online yes, course. Yes. Will you be doing any like in person stuff as well or most definitely? So I think we are all lacking a lot of uh, in person connection right now. Mm-hmm. So while I'm here in New Zealand, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's you know make the most of the opportunities that we do have to connect and meet in person. So how I see it going is I'm about to. Um, launch a whole lot of events all around the country. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Are you going to be doing one in Parley? Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of can't not. I mean, I can't do it. I was be like, am I going to have to drive to Tauranga to come to this? If you want to. I mean, no. So I'm, I'm going to do different events all around the country. And that's going to be, I guess, your intro. And we'll have some quick wins. You know, you'll be able to take away some some quick tools and resources that you can call on but then deeper than that if you want to and if it's something that's really I guess that you're really serious about then you can sign up to the course Mm -hmm. and the course is going to be especially in the first probably six months to a year done in a live capacity yeah you know so you and maybe um 10 other women who are in the same place you are are all going to be doing it at the same time and so a benefit is that we're also in building this community yeah. and so how I said I quite often feel lonely on this road mm-hmm. we're getting rid of that yeah you know and we're creating a, a like a system in a way yeah, yeah like a beautiful community where yeah. everyone can like connect and, and go along the journey together right? absolutely yeah wow mm. this is so exciting thank I'm you so excited for you thank you cool so I know that so you, I saw a little bit online that you were going to have like an in-person yes. workshop yes and unfortunately we've gone back up the level <laughs> Uh, with COVID so Mm -hmm. that's been postponed which Mm -hmm. is really unfortunate but what's the next thing that we can expect to see from Girls Get HQ and where can people like get interact with you and find out more? Absolutely. So the first thing you can do is go onto our Instagram. I love Instagram. I'm always on Instagram. People um, in my leaving notes for my leaving party were like, Instagram queen, <laughs> you know, like it's just a thing, okay? Yeah. Um, so you can search Girls Get HQ on Instagram. And if you want to know more information, or even if you just want to talk and ask a question, you know, um, maybe let me know what city you're in and if I'm going to be there. Yeah. Um, at the moment, it's like one, I'll always reply to messages. Yeah. And because we don't really know the level situation, I'm keen to make plans, you yeah. know. So if you're in awesome. Wellington and you want me to go to Wellington, message me. Yeah. And, you know, we can start teeing it up kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the best thing is Instagram would be the easiest way to um, touch base. And the first things that you're going to see is those um, events start popping up. Um, yeah, the first one was and will be in Tauranga because mm-hmm. that's probably the easiest place to get to. And then yeah. I'll start going other places from there. Exciting. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yes, anyone who's listening who's really interested in this, please do not sit on it or hesitate 
connecting with the beautiful Janelle. She is the most phenomenal woman Thank and you. I am so grateful that you gave me your time tonight to record this. Dude, I'm so grateful that you asked me. Yeah, it's been so much fun. <laughs> like, I, I'm honestly, this is my second interview. You did great. You're a great interviewer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I feel, like, really proud of myself to be able to learn this skill and, yeah, like, I'm nervous at the beginning for, like, a little bit, but then it's just so much fun, so. I yeah. mean, if people have been listening from your first episode to here, yeah. when when I first listened to Felicia first episode I sent her a message I was like you sound you know this is awesome this is so cool you sound really nervous but like that'll go with time you're yeah. already so you know improving every single Aww, time thank you good on you for doing like what you feel called to do yes and yeah I feel like I've done a lot of work in that in that space recently and around mindset mm-hmm. and I mean that's why the podcast is here and so I'm really excited to see what work you can do in that space and mm-hmm. empower other young women Thank you. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. I'm proud of you. Oh, look at this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So mushy. <laughs> so chummy. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this episode. I will link all Janelle's uh, links and places you can find her down below in the description. And, yeah, thanks for listening. And thank you, Janelle. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Woo! Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and investing time into yourself. I hope you got something from this. And if you did, I would love it if you shared the Fluorescence podcast with anyone else who you think may benefit. I really appreciate it a lot and it helps the podcast out heaps. You can follow us or chat with us on our socials at fluorescence.podcast. And I will see you in the next one. Thanks, guys.